0: hi guys um my name is Georgina um for those of you that don't know me I am a illustrator and writer and a yoga teacher and I champion uh, eating disorder recovery and all the good things and I wanted to create a small short podcast that might become something regular I don't know it kind of just depends on whether or not you find it helpful which obviously I hope that you do um so let me know but basically at this time over this time I've been looking for something that I could feel supported by and I found myself looking for podcasts that maybe I could listen to whilst I was on a walk or whilst I was drawing but often I've found that many of the podcasts out there I found them quite triggering or quite abrasive and that they weren't quite compassionate and they weren't the supportive thing that I felt like I wanted or that I needed and so I wanted to create that because I want you to feel held and loved like we've got this together and that you are just so not alone right now Um, and so I'm creating this and I'm gonna call it holding space The idea being that this is space for you. You are not right or wrong. You are not judged here. For any feelings that you will have, they are all valid because you feel them. And we will work through stuff and we will talk about it. Like I so encourage your feedback Um, and I'll make a page on my website for this and we can kind of hopefully then have like a two-way stream of communication and we can just work through this together. Ultimately... I think many of the things that are out there are how-to and I don't think how-to works. You can lead a horse to water but you can't make it drink and that's so unbelievably true of recovery. What I do think that we need is a supportive space so that we are able to do this thing that is really, really hard. In this first episode... I just wanted to talk about some of the things that I found really helpful at this time in the hope that maybe you'll find them helpful too. Uh, I'll link a few of the resources in a show notes or a web page or whatever I kind of create around this so that you can have access to them. Talking to others recently the main thing that slowing down has kind of forced us to face is all of the things that we used to run from before and I think it feels really uncomfortable and it can feel quite intense because if you've spent a long time rushing your way numbing your way through life and then you're forced to sit with these feelings it can feel so 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 strong especially when you can't even like leave the house and you know it might not even just it might it doesn't even have to be recovery from eating disorders it could be other stuff too And one thing that I found really helpful is to start every day with journaling. And I know that that sounds super woo woo and very sort of hashtag self care, but just hear me out on this one. I get that sometimes journaling feels impossible because it's another thing that you have to get perfect, but that's kind of the point. You're proving to yourself things don't have to be perfect all of the time. One thing I find really helpful is to either set myself a time limit or a page limit in which you have to just carry on writing which allows it to just be jumble and messy we want like we need to embrace embrace mess and wiggly lines um for me at the top of each page I tend to write areas I need guidance and then I'll just write on that but if you prefer to use some sort of journal prompt I'm going to link a couple below because there's some really good resources um or maybe you just freestyle, or maybe you just do a combination of all of those things. And sometimes you might literally might, the, might write the most mundane, boring things. Like, today I did this, and then I did that. But you just, you keep working through it, and you keep writing. Imperfectly. And eventually it's kind of like you're looking for yourself. A lot of what we do with eating disorders is we look for permission from other people or we look outside ourselves for the answer. And this is about completely the opposite. The second practice I wanted to share was something I spoke about recently on social media, which is the practice of RAIN, which is a very short mindfulness meditation practice surrounding self-compassion. Um, it's outlined by a amazing woman called Tara Brack. Again, I'll link her in the notes or webpage but her book, uh, Radical Compassion, is incredible. I would so recommend it if you have the opportunity to read it. Um, So rain stands for R, recognize. Recognize what you are feeling. Um, If you are like me and you feel like you've spent the majority of your life on autopilot or in zombie mode, as I like to call it, then sometimes figuring out what you feel, like the words for that can feel really hard. So I'm going to put a um like a feeling wheel in the show notes or webpage so that you have those words and it just tends to feel a little bit easier to figure it out that you can see them um so you take a second you close your eyes pause breathe can you acknowledge what you're feeling right now a accept so rather than trying to fix or numb or anything along those lines that we have a tendency to try and fix ourselves right to change what we think is wrong as if that will make everything better but there's nothing wrong with us and so rather than jumping into the future or going onto your phone or restricting your intake or doing whatever you do to cope can you label the feeling discomfort or pain or anxiety and just allow that feeling to be there. Say to yourself, this is okay. I feel this, this is okay. I, investigate with care. Um, Again, about staying present. So rather than jumping into a story about whatever that thing means, like where do you feel this physically in your body right now? And maybe that's a, a tight chest or a kind of like pulsing if it's anxiety. Like everyone's look different. There's literally no right or wrong. Let yourself feel silly. Um, but bring your awareness to your present experience. And then N is nurture, uh, like the ultimate self-compassion. And some of us really struggle with that and like what, what it is you actually need. Like sometimes we think we need to lose weight, but that's, that's not the real answer. Like if you were a kid, like think about your childhood self, what would you say to them? What compassionate words would you offer your child or your childhood self? how would you leave them lead them in that moment you are allowed to feel and take a moment to feel that no judgment and then offer yourself what you really need and you know it's a practice that takes time and sometimes i actually like to do it when i'm happy for the no other point that i know that i tend not to recognize happiness And so I'll sit if I'm outside on a walk and it's super sunny and the birds are singing, I'll sit and I'll, I'll recognize and I will accept the feeling of happiness in myself. I will investigate where I feel it in my body and then I will just revel in it. But I think that nurture kind of brings us nicely onto my third point, which is about self-care and kindness and reinforcement of that. And again, often this is about defining that for yourself I don't mean airy-fairy things. I don't mean that you have to have a bath or a face mask or do your nails, like none of those things. I mean, if that's that for you, then awesome. But if it's not, that's okay too. I kind of more mean the everyday, boring, mundane stuff, like buying yourself the fresh strawberries, something so simple that acts from kindness and says I'm worth it, instead of maybe saying to yourself, I can't have the strawberries because they're too expensive. I'll buy myself some frozen blueberries instead just an example it might not look like that for you and that's fine for me it means choosing to lie in over yoga sometimes it means choosing yoga over a lion sometimes it means it, promising myself, I am such an overworker, that I can finish work at four o'clock and I have discipline. There is discipline to it. You know, I will finish work at four o'clock. That is kindness to me. It's these tiny acts that reinforce that you are enough and that you truly believe that, whatever that looks like for you. And maybe you journal on it. And often it's presence because it changes from day to day but keep reinforcing it. My final fourth point is to get rid of, call what makes you feel bad. And that might be that you listen to podcasts that are all about nutrition. And so getting away from a life that doesn't, isn't around food is really hard because it's all you surround yourself with. It might be that you only follow food accounts on Instagram, or maybe you only follow body accounts on Instagram and you fear that if you don't do that then who are you or what would it mean if you didn't and so maybe you just promise yourself like this doesn't have to be forever but maybe you write down like be so honest with yourself write down a list of all of the people that you follow that maybe reinforce that bodies are more important than anything else or fill in blank, delete them off your social media. And then if in a month's time you don't feel any different, you could add them all back in. But what if you just tried? A lot of this comes from awareness, like self-awareness. And I think that in later episodes, we'll definitely talk about this more because I think that part of recovery is knowing that you don't need permission from anyone else and it's defining it for yourself and taking ownership. So we'll definitely talk about that. Um, I also wanted to talk about things like all in and body image, intuitive eating and um, maybe more practical aspects of recovery, healing, what that looks like um, and all those sorts of yummy, good topics. But as I said, I want this to be a supportive place. Like I want you to feel supported. I want you to know that you're gonna be okay and that there is a world outside of recovery and food if only you look for it. If only you allow yourself the space to see it. I hope that you have enjoyed this episode. Very short and sweet, but please let me know what you thought and have a really lovely day. You've totally got this.